Yo, yo, yo. It's episode 48 of the Game Time Show, bro. I'm your host, Keith, and today we have a very special guest. Uh, some know him as Zach. Others know him as Casanova, but he's really just my destiny friend. Let's be honest. Zach, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. How are you? Uh, I just finished some Thai food, so I'm full. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling like a Friday night podcast is a pretty good idea. Yeah, no, especially after Thai food. That's the way to do it. Yeah, I like I like pairings, you know? Like, you know how some people drink wine and they want to eat salmon or something? I like to eat Thai food and podcast. Well, uh, you're a man of many appetites, aren't you? I don't even know what you mean by that. Um, also, what, what do you want me to refer to you as? Because I never know. Like, I've literally never uh, called you Zach before until just now. I know it, it does sound a little weird. Everyone just calls me Cassie because of my gamer tag. If you want to do that, that's fine. Well, yeah. So that that brings up how we pseudo met. Like we've never met in person, but we we have one shared love, which is Destiny. We we actually met through my brother. Really, we all played Destiny together, um, and then we somehow, even though we're not in the same clans, we just kind of came together. Is that true? Like, what clan am I in at this point? Um, isn't your clan actually called Game Time, bro? Yeah, it is. But is anyone in that besides me? Um, what well, no, your brother hasn't been online in yeah. like what, months. What clan are you in? I am in uh, Team Clean or Salt, as many people like to call it. Team Clean. And what's the other clan that uh, joined forces to make Salt? Uh, they're called Not in the Face. Oh, Lovely so then is people from Middle America. Did NACL factor into that at all? So fun fact, that was just a coincidence. Okay, like we're our own separate clans, but we have. I guess there's a allegiance uh, setting on Bungie.net that we uh, united. So that's always fun. So we raid together. We play together. Kind of the same clan, but just separate factions. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I haven't played Destiny in like four months or something. Basically because everyone else that's typically on this podcast doesn't like me talking about it. But guess what? They're not here. It's just me and you, and we get to talk about Destiny today. Yeah, that's pretty much the meat and potatoes, too. Well, As an Irishman, I well, love my meats and potatoes. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I want to you know, interview, interview you. People can get to know you. So the next time you're on this podcast, you know, we can just get right into what we've been playing. Um, so no, absolutely. Uh, do you want to introduce yourself, give uh, the listeners a little bit of background, and then, and then you know, we'll take it from there? So my name's uh, Zach or Cassie. Uh, depends what circles you know me from. I uh, write video game reviews for a website called thenerdtemplars.com. Wonderful website. You should check it out. And uh, pretty much I play video games when I'm not working or doing schoolwork. And uh, that pretty much boils down to the factor of my existence. All right. Well, so so you play video games, you work, and, when you have, and you also write reviews. What else do you write? 
Um, occasionally, if the mood strikes me at like 3 a.m., I'll write a, a poem or a short story. But uh, <laughs> I did not see this going there. No, a lot of people don't. Normally, there's a little Patron involved. Okay. Maybe some Jack Daniels that I found the night previously. Should you really um, be spending the money on Patron? Um, I did once, and that bottle lasted me, I want to say three months. Really? Oh, man. And then I polished it off on St. Patrick's Day. Nice. As one does. That's so funny because, like, the other day I was at a wedding, and we collectively killed a bottle of Patron in, like, 35 seconds. It was It was bad. I want to know whose wedding you went to that they're so rich they can afford a bottle of Patron these days. It's either affording it or being stupid. And I think it was more the latter in this case. Well, I mean, weddings are the opportunity to let people be stupid and have fun. It's true. It's true. All right. So you said you worked uh, for thenerdstemplar.com, correct? Yes. How did that come about? So, um... I used to work at a store called Books a Million, and after about a year, a gentleman came in named uh, Rocky, uh, nice guy, one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet, and we became friends, and after a while, we went our separate ways from the store, and we reconnected over Facebook, and he was involved in this website called the Nerd Templars, and pretty much they handle anything nerdy, but they didn't have a video game section, so I was like, dude, I like the right... You need a video game section. If you want to be a nerd website, let's do some business. And that is how I started writing for the Nerd Templar. Well, obviously, if the first thing you tell this guy uh, after you know he has a website or whatever, that they need a video game section, this has clearly been something you wanted to do for a long time. Um, When did you first know you wanted to write about video games? And uh, what was the... you know, what kind of motivated you to finally jump in? So I've, as long as I can remember ever since Halo three, actually. So that's about as far back as I can remember. Yeah. That was like um, 2007, I think. Yeah. That was nine years ago in case you want to feel old. Um, yeah. Ever since Halo three, I had some things to say about that and I wouldn't shut up about that game. And people were like, dude, just stop. No one wants to hear it. And now that I was always kind of looking for that outlet to kind of voice my opinion, but different than the ways of IGN or GameSpot, who writes in a very textbook fashion. Because when I read that, I get bored. I try to make sure people feel involved. And when I was reading from this website, the Nerd Templar, everything was very informal. I felt like I was in a conversation rather than reading a piece. And I was always looking for that outlet Second I saw then, I saw the lack of video game articles. I just I had to go in blazing. All right. So when when did you start with them? Uh, believe it or not, it was like a week after No Man's Sky launched. So not too long ago. Yeah. So you've been there about a month writing about video games, which has been something you've wanted to do for like nine years. How's it been? How do you feel about it now? So I love every review I write. Um It's actually changed my perspective on when I play games because now I look at little things. I listen just a little more deeply to the music. Um, I'm not nearly as critical as most reviewers. I'm not going to tell you that Vanilla Destiny had a bad story. I'm going to say that there was room for opportunity. Um, 
but no, it's it's definitely kind of altered me a little bit in the way I play games. I still have fun, but it's always like, ooh, they could have done that better, or ooh, that would be good to put in an article. So when you're going through these games, do you like you make mental notes? Do you take a pad of paper? What's your process? So when I play games, my main goal is to have fun. Yeah, you know, writing kind of piggybacks off of it. So, for example, I played the Resident Evil 7 demo uh, last week, last Friday, and some part of me thought it was a good idea. So I booted it up, I turned all the lights off, and I was like, all right, let's go. No intention of writing an article about it. But that game was the most terrifying thing I've ever experienced. And uh, I actually slept with my closet light on. So I was like, people have to know. And that's kind of what it is if something's... (laughs) Uh, really great or terrifying in that case something like that sticks with you and those emotions stick with you and it's really easy just to recall what happens um so you played this which was a demo and it's the scariest thing you've ever played um have you ever played pt so i didn't have a chance to before they removed it Uh um yeah, I didn't have a PS4 back then. I was purely Xbox One, uh, so yeah. I, I, I missed out. But um, I know a lot of people are saying that, you know, Resident Evil 7 is just like PT, and hey, they copied off uh, PT. And if I remember an article I read right, I don't remember where. I think it was from Reddit, so uh, take it with a grain of salt. Um, Resident Evil 7 has been in production for far longer than PT was released. So... Yeah. I don't know. I, I get the similarities. It's a horror survival game. But honestly, I think it takes more to the form of Outlast than PT. Yeah. All right. Well, I actually haven't played Outlast. Um, but I do love a good horror game. And uh, we have a we actually put up a video at some point of one of my friends, Stevie, uh, playing PT. And he was just like just about shitting his pants for 30 minutes. That's That actually sounds a lot like playing Outlast, fun fact. All right. Well, maybe at some point we can get you playing PT and then you can get a little insight as to how similar or different they are. So you've been you've been reviewing for about a month. How many articles slash reviews have you written in that month, do you think? So I actually just looked at this the other day, too. So I write one every Friday called What Should You Play This Weekend? Um, And then I do reviews throughout the week. And I actually think on my, because it has a number of two, you've submitted this many. Yep. I think it was up towards uh, 18. Jesus Christ. That m- That's more than uh, one every two days. I mean, I just got a lot to say. <laughs> I guess, man. I when I when You know, when I try to write, it takes me forever. And that's why I just kind of had to stop because I couldn't produce anything in a timely fashion. What, uh, what's the favorite thing you've written about so far so um if you look in every single article for what should you play this weekend you will see the words world of warcraft the legion and uh it's also the longest review i've ever written if you copy and paste into a word document it's like eight pages which is insane um it took me like a week and a half to write um but that that was definitely my favorite thing because there was just so much to experience and so much to put in the words and it was a challenge and it was exciting and it, it was also extremely extremely long and my <laughs> editor still 
me crap about it to this day. That's hilarious. It was like, to uh, proofread an eight-page game review. I was like, yes, yes, I do. He's like, I'm not reading it. I'm just going to publish it. Fuck that. He was like, I'm just going to check for spelling errors. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. All right, so it's Friday, right. right? Yeah, it is. So what should we be playing? So this week, it was actually tough. Um, obviously, you know, like I said, World of Warcraft's in there. Uh, they just got their new raid, the Emerald Nightmare. Um, I'm not nearly geared enough for that. But uh, that's definitely one of the things you should be trying your hand at. Uh, Destiny, Rise of Iron came out Tuesday. And the raid also just launched today. And uh, that's why I've been grinding out. I actually woke up at 5 in the morning on Tuesday to play it. But uh, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, we, we'll, we'll then, get uh, there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't you worry, folks. And then uh, Bioshock the Collection I actually bought last week. And it is definitely something, if you're a fan of the old ones, you'll love the remastered ones. And so, then uh, I think I finished it off with just playing those Candy Crush games your mom keeps sending invites for. Are you fucking kidding? You're yeah. still playing it? Hey, I, I still get reviews. all Or re- reviews. I still get requests all the time. Hey, you should play Candy Crush. Hey, you should play Farmville. I don't even know what Farmville is, to be honest. I just refuse to play it with yeah, blind hatred. It's a game that like was first popular on Facebook like over 10 years ago. Fuck that. Oh game. my god, I can't believe Facebook's 10 years old. Yeah. All right. So we talked a little bit about your website that you write for. The owner's name's Ken Murray. I wish I had that cool of a name. Ken I, Murray? I the name actually. Ken Murray, you said? Yeah, he's the official owner of the website. Okay. All right. That's pretty cool. And he's my editor too. So and really he's nice your guy. Editor. All right. Well, okay. Well, we will link to that website in our podcast description. Maybe you know, we'll link to that eight page review you did. Um, but I want to transition. Uh, you you briefly mentioned what you've been playing, but are there any games you kind of want to delve a little deeper into? I, I see where your segue in here. Um, I know what you're trying to do. I, I'm not yeah, sure um, it counts as a segue if you point it out like uh, that. Fucking Casanova. I mean, fuck. Hey, the segue was invented from New Hampshire. I'm from New Hampshire. I got to point him out when I see him. Yeah, no, Um, let's talk about the sensation that's been sweeping the consoles. Yeah, let's talk about Rise of Iron. You want to talk about a game? Sure, Destiny, Rise of Iron. Like I said before... I never get to talk about Destiny, so I'm excited for you to give me the lowdown on this expansion. Oh, yeah, dude. We're about to geek out. Okay, let's so, do uh, it. Let's before do it. we begin, how many spoilers do you want on this Rise of Iron pizza? Hmm. Like, just story spoilers? Is this what you're I talking mean, about? So far, I've done the stories and the exotic weapon quests. Um, That's about it. So... Not too many spoilers, right. but the story's pretty, pretty spoiler territory. For yeah, I mean, maybe we'll avoid the spoilers. You know, uh, you can touch on a few. Just give us an overall sense on what you thought of the story, etc. So, um, you know me, love my destiny. I'm a fanboy. Um, definitely on the bandwagon. But the story, it, it was five missions, mm-hmm. and very do a go to B. CC, very quick. It felt too rushed, to be honest. And yeah. honestly, the the whole situation kind of 
reminded me of Halo because in the story, it's not huge spoilers. The uh, Fallen discovered this technological plague called SIVA and they unleash it and it starts to consume everything, which is extremely reminiscent of the Covenant unleashing the flood, which also goes to consume everything. So that's um, different from the Taken? Um, the Taken was a little different because that was Oryx being mad that we killed his son and he was physically manipulating their will. Uh, he wasn't, he changed their abilities, but they were. All right. This is nerdy as fuck. Let's, let's keep going. Yeah, no, I like it. Next we'll talk about back to the future. (laughs) No, we're avoiding that rabbit hole too. Um, but no, so Siva, it manipulates you. It consumes you and it enhances you pretty much exactly like the flood does and in uh the last mission you see something that's a little horrific that siva does i'm not gonna not gonna delve into that because i want to spoil it for you so um there's five missions you said it was quick but about how long do you think it took i'm gonna say it took me about I want to say maybe an hour and a half to two hours. And how much is this expansion, Rise of Iron? Uh, 30 bucks. Jesus. They really do so, get your money. They do. They, they definitely do. But I, I can kind of see why they would charge much. Because with it, yeah, you get five story missions. If, you played, if you've been playing since Vanilla Destiny, you don't play for the story. You play for the raid. You play for the exotics. And you play so you can group up with your friends but um a big factor they had in this expansion was they brought back the gallerhorn the year one classic um and kind of kick-started in the gear three or year three um and same thing with thorn and if you'll recall the first weapon you ever have in destiny is the kvavstav and they actually brought an exotic version of that to the table so um this expansion is pretty much a huge fan service for everything players have been asking for. So I can definitely see where they would charge $30 for that. All right. All right. All right. So have you, do you have any experience in the raid yet? So I was going to do it tonight, but right now the gear's a little harder to get than you would think. Oh. So um, the raid minimum level to get in is 360. I am currently at 355. And how how many hours do you think you've put in since the expansion dropped? At least, let's say Friday. I'm going to say at least about 23. Really? Wow. So they really make you work to be raid ready. Oh, yeah. Um, If you remember Durple, uh, Dr. Pal, uh, he played all day on day one. And all day on day two and just kind of played a lot. He has well over 30 to 40 hours. He's not even at 360 yet. Wow. So um, Yeah, if Dr. Pal's not there, then fucking no one is. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but Dar- uh, no, I was watching a live stream today of IGN. Um, Their main man, Destin, was playing, and he was a 375. And I was like, that's impossible. Yeah. No way that man's at 375 unless he's at the game for a month. Well, so you think about like in his position, right? He has all these uh, like like super good Destiny players that are willing to play with him and just drag him through content. 
you know, and it's re- it's his fucking job, right? So he has literally nothing in the way of him getting that high because when he's making content around Destiny, he's leveling his player. So I don't really count those kinds of people. They're not really normal, you know. They're they're atypical. They're atypical. They're not derple. <laughs> no derples and everyone's. All right, so. You know, you're 23 hours in. Dr. Pal is 40 hours in. You guys both aren't raid ready. Uh, when do you think you're going to get your first raid playthrough? So um, we're actually pretty close. He has a few light levels on me, but I've lucked out on some drops. Um, I'm actually hoping by the end of tomorrow I'll be able to find find a group and jump into the Wrath of the Machines. Well, I mean, if... if- if you've only played 23 hours and he's played 40, how many realistically, how many hours do you need to put in before you're going to get uh, to fucking raid? If you want to do it tomorrow, so, you're running out of hours, man. No, I hear you. It's all about the luck of the draw. Right now, there's strategies involving running 320 strikes, and you get blues that uh, go up three or four light levels, and no one knew that until today. Uh actually how we've been getting like i got three light levels in two hours where yesterday i got one light level for the whole day so um we we found a way to kind of play the game um but that's kind of where bungie fails is because it's all rng loot based absolutely drives everybody insane because when you're trying hard trying hard like Darepool for 40 hours to get there and all of a sudden, some doing 23s catching up super quick. It, it gets frustrating. Yeah, I mean, when uh, I love when new content drops because figuring out the best way to play it is something I really enjoy. Unfortunately, I'm not part of it now because I don't have the expansion. Um, but I know when I eventually get it in like two months, I'll jump up to 360 or whatever in like five hours because all you fuckers will be at like 398 or something and you can just drag me through it. I don't even think that's a light level yet. I think Max was 385. All right, I believe you. I just made it up. That's how removed I am from Destiny because all of the bad influences on this podcast who tell me not to play Destiny... You know, and then my wife is like, you have a daughter now. You can't play Destiny. It's kind of fucked up, you know. I just want to be happy. Why won't they let me be happy? I I don't know, man. I mean, I don't have kids, but, you know, play Destiny with your daughter. Just, I know she's a baby, but I don't know. Have her press B or something when the time fits. Oh, that reminds me. So uh, my friend just tweeted tweeted at me today that there's a Destiny um, children's book called D is for destiny. Why do I feel like I've heard of this? I don't know, but my mom also told me today that I should start reading to my daughter. So I was like, fucking kill two birds with one stone with that. Get her liking destiny and get her liking reading. www.amazon.com Yeah, I, I am father of the year if I do that. Right? That's the way to be a true guardian right there. I want her to become legend, Cassie. Legend. Well, that's because legends never die, dude. Like, they just go on. Heroes get remembered, but legends never die. Name that movie. Name that movie. 
Oh, you're you're putting me to shame here. I feel like I know it too. This yeah. is the most famous movie quote. Oh, it's um, not the most famous. No, it's 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 a baseball movie. Is it the one where it's like if you build it, they will come? No, that's Field of Dreams. This one has Benny yep. the Jet Rodriguez in it. And small. Oh, nice. Now you're not speaking my language. All right, it's the Sandlot. Have you ever seen oh, the Sandlot? Come on. Yeah. Yeah, when I was seven. Dude, wh- I watched it like two weeks ago. It's so fucking good. It stands the test of time, all right? Go watch I it. Mean, That's your homework. If you're really a nerd's Templar, then you are a fucking person that needs to watch this movie. I mean, that that's what the other two guys do, though. That, they're pretty much the movie guys. I'll, I'll dip my toe in. No, you don't want to step on their toes by dipping your toe in. I mean, hopefully the pond's big enough. All right, final thoughts on Rise of Iron. Go. Uh, it's fun. I think the loot system's a little broken. Personally, I'd like to see a little bit more of World of Warcraft's loot system implemented where you get guaranteed rewards for guaranteed activities, but I digress. Um, overall, definitely worth the $30. Basically, two cover charges at a bar. Um definitely justifiable all right it seems like with every destiny expansion they're like oh it's good but the loot system is broken why can't they fucking figure out the loot system so i think they have the loot system they want it's just not the loot system the players want because right now they're supposedly focusing on destiny too so rise of iron we're not going to get any revolutionary system but i'm holding out my hopes for destiny 2 that it's not always rng based and that we can actually get some guaranteed rewards for doing guaranteed quests man so destiny 2 is coming out in like a year so this contest content has to last us for a year yeah that's gonna be a little rough um even the taken king couldn't do that they had to do the april update yeah um and hopefully we get one of those. Um, and hopefully we don't go back to the prison of elders. This, uh, this raid better be good. Um, I mean, it looks very vault of glass ish. Okay. Um, I, I don't want to spoil anything for people going in blind, but I watched a little bit of the live stream. Um, and it is very reminiscent of the vault of glass where there's puzzles to figure out, but there's plenty of just shooting stuff. So it definitely looks like it's going to be a blast. That's cool. Um, are any raids relevant beyond this one at this point? Um, only if you want to have fun. Okay. Uh, not year-wise. God, they, uh, everything gets left behind. There's been uh, so people. many rumors that they were going to bring back the Vault of Glass, and they just refused to do it. That, that's the one raid they could actually justify doing it in the plot, too. Because it exists in every point in time. All right. So forward and past. So they could easily upgrade it, downgrade it, whatever they want. Yeah, but, but uh, are we really worried about what fits in this plot? Like, we play the same raid a hundred times. That doesn't really fit in any sort of plot. Why the fuck do we care? I I think initially we care about the plot. Like, that's the whole reason we bought the game in the first place. It was supposed to have this amazing story. And instead of an amazing plot, 
we got amazing gameplay. Yeah, I mean, um, the gameplay is fucking stellar. Like, when I first picked it up, I was like, oh my god, this feels weird. And then after about a half hour of just shooting, I was like, this is the best shooting I've ever felt. And I just kept going and going. And here we are two years later, um, still going strong as a community. So they answer the questions, yes, people still play this game. Uh, when Do you know when the first Iron Banner is? I don't. I wonder if they've actually announced that. That's a fair question. They probably haven't, but that's something I want to be a part of. Yeah, the first Rise of Iron, Iron Banner. Yeah, maybe that's when I'll jump in. Um, last Destiny thing. What do you want from Destiny 2? Oh, there's a lot that I want from Destiny 2. Um, we got the time I've... to talk, so what do you want? So... I'm going to have to branch out and say there's two things that I really want. Um, Destiny 1, if you go to the tower, all the characters stay in the same place. They don't move. Um, very static. Um, I want I want NPCs that, like, walk around, seem like they're alive. Um, you know, maybe maybe a Cora Ray is in our table. Maybe she's in the hangar checking on her ship. Um, something like that. And that's easily doable um if you put x amount of hours into it um but then what else i want to go along with that is just a better story i want to see care i want to see something amazing come from the destiny universe because right now it's all grimoire cards and to be honest i'm writing eight page reviews i don't have the time to read 60 grimoire cards to learn about the traveler and um, I would like to see that stuff put in-game through awesome storytelling that we know Bungie can deliver because they did it with Halo, they did it with Mythic, and they're starting to do it with these expansions for Destiny. And I just hope the train, or trend continues. They can tell a really coherent, great story, and it doesn't necessarily need to impact the rest of the game. Like, I honestly don't care if the raid is part of that story. I don't care if the new um, new weapons and gear relate to that story in any way. I want a satisfying story that I can play to level up my character. And then I want a great raid, and I want great maps for the Crucible. Um, but if if they're better off not connecting in any way... I'm good with that. You know, like I feel like they wanted with destiny one, they wanted everything to like fit cohesively. And then they ended up just fucking it all up and then had to release something without a real coherent story. But they have, they have all this, these complaints from people who are like, the story sucks. Um, there's no replayability or whatever. So I think they're going to take all that and then they're going to give us something, uh, that lives up to their lineage, you know, that stands up to the halos, but we'll see. No, absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. And, um, there actually was a, a quest in rise of iron that kind of shows that this is the last expansion for regular destiny. It takes place in the very first place you started where your ghost resurrected you. And it's kind of the story coming full circle. Because at the end, uh, you go to check out a view with your ghost on a fallen catch. And he goes through this 
monologue of, hey, we've done this and we've done that. And, you know, thank you, man. Thank you for being my guardian. I'm happy I know it chose right. And then the mission just ends. And it kind of gives you that full sense of closure. So I think if they play well off of that, we'll get a good story. And the Crucible doesn't have to be a part of that story. No matter what, any game struggles to to stay relevant for a year. So, like, if this is the last content and they tell a good story and they, you know, have a Iron Banner every month or whatever and we get to play through the raid, like, it'll keep us satisfied for most of the year. And then by the time Destiny 2 comes out, we're going to be clamoring for it. So, you know, I'm excited. I'm not sure when I'm jumping in on Rise of Iron, but what you've said has very much made me that much more excited. And if you need one more reason, rumor has it Sparrow Racing's coming back in December. Uh, can I still uh, complete the chaperone quest? Because that's all I want it for. No, that that's valid. I mean, I had fun with it for a week. I don't think it should have been a three-week thing. I'll give but, it a, um, yeah, I'll give it a shot. I've never. It's crucible completion for the chaperone, so you should be able to. Yeah. All right. Well, that works for me. All right. So just don't we, blow up. We we just nerded out for a fucking long time about destiny. You know. Yeah, we did. So, uh, all all the people who don't like destiny, sorry, but I don't really care. I think that that's actually a a good way to end this podcast. Um, I but before we go. Cassie, I want to give you the opportunity to continue to plug whatever you'd like to. Well, I have plug time. Man, you get plug time, yeah. So uh, first thing I'm going to plug, I got like five things to plug. Cool. Um, first one is my best friend and roommate is having a child in eight months, just found out. Oh, wow. So congratulations to you, Sam Brown. Uh, he's actually in the other room, so you can't hear me. Um, next is my Twitter. Uh, you can follow me at Big Z and the Winds. Uh, it was supposed to be Big Z and the Twins, but you know that joke didn't work out because of Twitter. Uh, next, check out the nerdstemplar.com if you want to see awesome movie reviews and video game reviews written by yours truly. And then, uh, yeah, just play Destiny. I'm just going to plug Bungie.net right now. There you go. Yeah, and get that Destiny companion app on your phone. Also, email me at zachman224 at gmail.com if you decide to play so I can get a referral friend bonus. <laughs> God, man. That was low. That was low. Hey, I mean, I, I'm the one that's going to get his email flooded. That's true. Oh, yeah, because so many people listen to this. All right, but I mean... As always, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at GameTimeBro. Uh, email with all your complaints about the Destiny talk, GameTimeBro at GameTimeBro.com. Sometimes I post shit to YouTube and Facebook. You know where to find us. Follow us. Subscribe. Blah, blah, blah. Cassie, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It was a real blast. I hope you come back. Oh, definitely. Thanks for having me. This was a... Uh... It's my first podcast, and it was an absolute blast. All right. So, Cassie, we don't have a really good way of signing off, so usually I just say, bro off. Fellas, yeah.